what happens when a group of people are teleported to another world. Ladies and gentlemen, find that out every other Friday here on all podcasting platforms as isekai the anime-themed D&D 5E podcast is brought to you by the Talkin' Anime Network, hosted by me, Mitch. Let's get this party started. Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, all things that we love, all manga that were originally published in the legendary magazine Weekly Shonen Jump. But not every series can run for 300 chapters and have a hit anime. This is David. This is Jordan. We're the hosts of Shonen Flop. Each episode, we look at manga that ran and jumped that didn't quite make it. We discuss what it did wrong, what it did right, how the series could have turned itself around, and ultimately, was it a flop or not? Run all your favorite podcast apps, and you can find us at shonenflop.com. Keep on flopping, floppers. Konnichiwa, everybody, and welcome to Talking Anime, the hashtag best worst anime podcast round. Hit the theme music! <clears throat> Talking anime. It is your host with some of the most, Mitch, and with me as always, the hopeless romantic Sky. How's it going, Sky? Doing pretty good. Glad to be and, here. And uh, I am, I am too, because we are not alone this week. Um, today is the day we need to be professional, Sky. So uh, we have probably one of the coolest cats. In the anime podcasting world, uh, we have Mason from the AAA podcast. Welcome, Mason. Oh my goodness, you flatter me. A cool cat? <laughs> I That was my dream when I was a little kid. That's what I wanted to grow up to be, a cool cat. And I guess I guess I made it, Mom. You're doing a pretty good job. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So if uh, anyone has been living under a rock uh, for however long you guys have been doing it, uh, Mason, why don't you tell us a little about yourself and uh, your uh, podcast that you're involved in? 
Yeah, so I am one of the co-hosts on the Anime Addicts Anonymous podcast. We've been, collectively, I guess, the podcast has been running for 10 years, but I am just a, a babby relative to that. I've been on it for uh, about two years now, so got a couple couple episodes under my belt, but I just I just really like talking about anime, and you guys were kind enough to invite me on. This is my first time I get to be a guest, and I, I think it's more fun being a guest, because you can just go in, trash the place, pay no attention to the rules, and just leave it as is. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, well, and as well, a guest, if no one knows who you are, then you can get away with a lot more. Exactly, just anarchy yeah. in the flesh. <laughs> I mean, uh, the couple times I have guested on uh, the Anime Bros... Um, that's been fun. And then I've done one guest spot with, uh, the Otaku host club as well. Oh, nice. So that was, I, I do enjoy coming on as a guest. Uh, and it's cool for us to have guests because we get to talk to somebody else about all things anime. And well, this week is going to be nothing different, but before we do that, what have you guys been watching? Uh, Mason, you want to start us off? Uh, sh- sure. So I watch... Uh, far too much anime for my own good. I uh, I dabble in the dark arts of watching shows at a, let's just say, faster rate of speed than maybe they were intended for, which is my my hidden secret for getting through so much. Um, let's see. Do you what? ever have trouble? I'm curious because if you if you speed it up, do you ever have trouble following along? Because sometimes subtitles go really quickly. Ugh. So I am I am a Tatami Galaxy veteran, uh, an anime <laughs> notorious for blistering dialogue and thus uh, subtitles that fly by the screen. So I'm a, just pretty good at reading naturally. So I guess that helps. But and it depends on the shows that I will speed up depending on how simple or plain it is will kind of determine what speed I set it at. But I, I have a couple shows I guess we could talk about. Um, the first one, because we're talking about terrible shows, and I guess, uh, Mitch, this show seems kind of up your alley if you have not seen it. <laughs> but have you ever seen The Fruit of Grisaya? No, but it does sound interesting, and I do love it when people actually call me out on my taste in anime. It's, you know what? There's every, fans for everyone, and uh, this is was certainly not the show for me. But I think it, I don't know, maybe it's just a little too much for me, but this is a, like a 2014 show by, uh, I don't even know what studio it was, some like 8-bit studio, I think that's literally the name of it, about this edgelord kid who goes to a school of like five other girls and that's it, and he just goes around and gets in the big old harem with them and gets in the fights and sh- gets in the shootouts and gets into all sorts of mishap and mischief and uh episode one was like really good and like i'm like ooh, this is a lot of interesting stuff mixed with a lot of terrible stuff with anime and it quickly turned into just a downhill roller coaster of uh nightmare fuel and panty shots if you are a fan of panty shots this <laughs> you had you this had me at harem <laughs> exactly. So I'm looking at the poster right now, and just looking at this, it just looks like something that Mitch would be into. So, yeah, exactly. Mitch, check it out. I'm, I'm going to check out this poster right now. Yeah, the fruit of Grisaya. Um, there are like spinoffs and OVAs and stuff that I am too cowardly to follow up on. But it is 
certainly an experience that's based on a light novel. So it's got your like, you know, girls who give you the doki doki feels. They got the girls that make you like pull your hair out in frustration. It's got them all. So that was one show I, that I watched. I don't know if I recommend I, it to everyone, but to you, Mitch, my friend, go ahead. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I noticed that, uh, Google's getting used to me searching shit because it, the first thing I popped up when I put fruits in was fruits of Gersaya. There you so. go. It knows. Oh, always listening. Official feed the beast. Okay, this is interesting. This is interesting. I'm gonna have to check this out. I will get back to you on that. Excellent, excellent. I uh, I'm just unleashing this on the podcast now. I'm gonna watch the seed grow to uh, make Sky like super upset. <laughs> Next episode, when you talk about it, he's like, "Oh no, I have to hear about it again." Oh man, I have Sky, to deal with Sky. this all the time. Mitch doesn't Sky, watch good shows most of the time. Sky, Sky, it looks like there's a lolly there, so it probably works for you, brother. I'm gonna be honest, lollies don't really go very well with panty shots. <laughs> I like lollies because they're wholesome and you can protect them. I don't want to sexualize them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's a wholesome pure. kind of love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's one. Have you been watching anything else? Um, sh- well, I guess the big one I've been watching, and maybe it's a little premature to talk about it, but uh, our next review on our, my podcast, I guess, is Jujutsu Kaisen, and I'm about halfway through it. Have you guys watched it? I think I watched uh, up to episode 11. Um, it's good. I like it, but my problem with it is that it's not it hasn't hooked me, which is weird because I get hooked on shonen's really easily, but uh, I think that it's really good in a lot of areas, but for some reason it's just kind of I'll watch two episodes every now and then and then go back to it later. So, I, I need I'm, I'm waiting to get hooked by it so that I can really sink my teeth into it and enjoy it. Yeah, and Mitch? Yeah, no. Uh, no, I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen, like, uh, the random clips on, like, Instagram and stuff like that, and it's, like, I really want to watch it because I do love me a good old-fashioned uh, beat-em-up kind of show, so I, I do want to check it out because, you know, it was, you know, new, and I am interested in the newer anime besides the crap that I have been watching, so I'll probably get around to it eventually. Yeah, I mean, it is very much just, like, typical shonen like it does nothing new with the plot it's nothing new with the characters but visually it's a pretty good standout so i i'm with you scott like i i'm like oh this should be like an easily binge marathon show where you watch like six episodes at a time and walk out of your room like oh my goodness it's already nighttime like where did the day go but it's just not it's not keeping me interested for, for multiple episodes so it's it's fine it's not bad we'll see if it can uh, win me over in the end though yeah, and I don't I don't really know why it doesn't hook me cuz everything about it like says that it should, but it just it's just not there. So, I'm a little confused and that's kind of why I want to continue to see if there's something about it that just doesn't work for me cuz aesthetically it is very pleasing and I mean, a basic shonen story can can work for me. I mean, I love My Hero Academia, so I mean, we'll just have to see. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I guess the last show I'll talk about, and I'll kick it over to you guys, because I don't want to take all the time, but there's a movie on Netflix that I just stumbled upon called MFKZ, which stands for <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Motherfuckers, dude. Oh, I know what this is. I never watched it, but uh, explain a little bit about it, because it's really interesting from what I've seen. 
Yeah, so this is a 2017 movie from Studio 4C, and if you know anything about Studio 4C, they are at their best when they just have a massive budget, a movie-length runtime, and they just send it. And when they're not doing that, they're making uh, abysmal stuff that is not worth checking out. But they're usually very experimental pieces. And like I said, this is on Netflix. Uh, Watch the dub. The dub is actually very solid because it's very much a take on... Uh, I don't want to say gangster culture of like America, but definitely, you know, more destitute down and out people living in the slums of like a big city, just getting into this like gritty city. And essentially about this guy named Angelo, whose best friend uh, is named Vins and Vins is a skeleton with his head on fire for no reason, just cause, and they just like bop around the city living with like the termites, uh, Thinking they discovered aliens, maybe actually finding aliens, maybe they're the aliens, getting in the shootouts, just, I don't know, it's a wacky, fun, very Fooly Cooly-esque, very Tekken King Creed or uh, Red Line, like, it's just balls-to-the-wall energy, and it's just a wild, like, hour and a half that's a bunch of fun. So, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the dub is very New York, isn't it? From what I've seen, that's that's the kind of the vibe that I get from it. Yeah, I I don't know if it's more like New York or like L.A., um, but it's very You're much... real hipster. <laughs> yeah, it's they've got uh, a slang in how they talk, and it definitely fits with the aesthetic that this movie is trying to present. So it's, uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out if you want just a... I don't want to say turn your brain off movie, because I feel like those have such a shallow association with it, but it is... It's uh, fun for the whole adult family. <laughs> yeah, and visually it's very unique, isn't it? Like it, like when you think anime, you don't think motherfuckers. It doesn't look like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it has its own color palette. I mean, if you've seen Tekken King Crete, which I mentioned earlier, like it has this... Yes, everyone has like big eyes, but not in an anime style, and it very much could fit like right next to a late night slot against like the boondocks. If you've ever seen that show. Okay, man, you, you got an interesting list of some stuff that you've watched this week for sure. Yeah. I, uh, I try to sample just about everything and come in with like a lot of very drastically different shows. So at least one of them will land with someone. Yeah, I, for a long time I only watched a lot of the same stuff because I if I didn't want to watch it if I wasn't interested in it. But now that I've seen I, my list is getting bigger, I'm starting to just branch out and just kind of try whatever. That's what I've been doing with the seasonal list. I don't think I've really watched anything much outside from starting on some of the seasonals and then Cat Shit One, obviously, which we'll get to later. Um, but I, I I started branching out and I don't because we're gonna do some of the seasonal stuff in a couple episodes from now. I want to mention the ones that we definitely will not talk about. Some of the bad seasonals that I've yes, tried yes, from, I, from I've been season. watching the seasonals as well, and I wasn't sure if you guys had covered them or not, so I didn't want to bring them up. But yeah, bring up the bad yeah. stuff because I will. Yeah, I we, will we haven't. Talk about um, them. Yeah, we haven't done uh, the winter seasonal review. I think uh, that's actually next week as our winter seasonal, and then our uh, first impressions on spring. So I want to mention. Uh, Mason, have you seen Blue Reflection Ray? That was like one of the few that I didn't watch because okay. it looked so horrendous. It is abysmal. It is horrible. <laughs> I, 
I wanted I want to describe this a little bit to give an idea of what kind of what kind of show this is. So it's about as generic of a Madoka Magica clone that you can get. It's very just basic dark magical girl stuff, but it looks worse than the average show from 2006. It is. The animation is horrible. Like, half the shots, especially the static ones, like, most of the time, the static shots will look, like, better than the movement shots, but no. All of it is horrible. Anytime... I want to... So, the first the first scene was 40 seconds, and then uh, just bad CG right off the bat. I'm like, okay, okay, that's... I, I can understand it. And then right after that, it's, like, the worst, like half side shot of a face that you could possibly imagine the first time you see a human is just this deformed face of a girl and i'm like oh no this is this is gonna be rough and i watched the whole first episode it was it was horrible it's probably the worst (laughs) magical girl show that i've ever seen i almost want to continue watching it just because of how bad it is but i don't think i'd be able to sit through another episode of that oh that's blue reflection ray how uh, how long typically do you give a show a chance before you drop it or say like, you know what, I'm I'm done, I'm I'm out. Uh, that really depends. I usually try to watch the first episode, but uh, if it's just so bad that I'm not paying attention, I'll I'll stop it before the first episode is done. But most of the time, I watch the first episode and drop it if I if I'm not feeling it. Gotcha. I wasn't sure if you were like a three episode like staunch rule follower or something like that. Because I'm with you. If it's bad after episode one. You know, I don't think there's like, if I don't think there's like a promise of quality going forward, I'm just like, nah, you're done. Mm, I'll watch something as long as it keeps me entertained. If that's halfway through the first episode, it's halfway through the first episode. If it's up until episode nine of a 12 episode show and I lose interest, I'll, I'll drop it. I've dropped shows one episode before I'm done just because I lost interest. I do want to go back and finish those ones. But <laughs> I mean, yeah. if I'm not feeling it, I'll move on to something else that I am feeling too much good stuff out there to waste your time with subpar oh, sure. stuff uh there's another one that uh that i want to talk about this one this one is really bad uh it is oh, i'm gonna butcher this title koi to yobu niwa kimochi warui it is um the, the the english title is it's too sick to call this love koi kimo did you watch yes. this one the second you said Koi, I'm like, yep, it's that one. <laughs> how did you... I want to know how you felt about this one first. Um, so this is the one... I'm trying to go through my list to make sure it's the right one I'm thinking of. But this is the, the blonde one where, like, dude. The, like, the older guy meets the, like, high school girl. And it's, like, instantly, like, wowza, big heart eyes popping out of his skull. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm going to, like, pursue this person and, like, constantly, like creep on her and eventually she'll fall in love with me and my money like that's the Mm, one right yeah that's 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 it yeah uh so this one's really interesting because there's another show this season that is a a similar thing where like what i called them when i first found out about both of these shows was oh my goodness this season has two pedo romances that was that was what i called them (laughs) and when i watched the i watched the other one first Uh, i don't remember what that one was called a hige something and like the shaved one yeah, yeah, yeah. I the, the eye shaved and then took in a high school runaway. So I watched that one first, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I was maybe I was wrong about these shows because that show is 
very good from the first two episodes. And I was like, okay, so then I'll watch the other one. They could not be farther apart from each other. One of them tackles the subject of an older man and a, a younger girl in a very tactful way, walking a fine line, but in a very tasteful way. And this one is just, nah, the animation's not even very good, and the whole thing is just this guy stalks a high school girl excessively trying to make her fall in love with him. And oh my goodness, I hate this show. It's it's very uncomfortable. Everything about it is really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. I did the opposite of you. I, I read just the title of The Shaved One, and I was like, this sounds bad. And I read the description of Koikimo, and I was like, okay, this also sounds bad, but it's got almost like an after the rain type look to its uh, like promotional image on like any list. So I was like, I'll give that one a shot first. And uh, like you said, it was as bad as as described. So I I dropped it, watched the other one, and I agree that the the shaved one is definitely the superior of the two. But I, I don't see myself continuing either unless someone comes back at the end of the season and says, you know what, that one actually did some interesting stuff. Give it a shot. But for now, they're both on my uh, please stay away from list. Understandable. I'll let you know on the uh, on the shaved one because I plan on keeping up with it. Uh, I agree. It can go downhill very quickly because of the subject matter that it is tackling. If you don't walk that line ever so carefully it will go very very bad very quickly so uh i'm keeping a watchful eye on the shaved one because i i think that it's tackling it in a in in a good way but uh it remains to be seen i mean if there's one thing i don't trust anime with it's romance handling let let alone with such an age gap so uh good luck yeah let me know how it it goes yeah i'll keep you posted thank you and I believe there's a couple more that I that I can touch on because I don't want to talk about all of the ones that I've watched, but uh, I guess I want to mention uh, Nagatoro just briefly, just because I mean I I've been looking forward to this show for uh, quite a long time. The Don't Toy with Me, Not Miss Nagatoro, I believe is what it's called. Yeah, yeah the the second yeah. most popular show of the season. I mean, the manga's been been popular for a long time because i mean it's it's a tan lolly with a smug face so she's been used in memes for like oh. years okay decades i, I understand i understand sky that's that uh, yeah I, I okay your, uh, okay so your motivations lie i, I understand no, I mean, I'm going to be honest. The reason why I wanted to watch the show was very shallow. It's a smug lolly. How can you not want to watch it just based on that? And I'm hey, 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 no kink shaming here. No kink shame. Mason, did you watch this one? I have not watched it yet. It's on oh, really? my radar. Um I guess similar to you guys uh on the AAA, we do like our impressions mm-hmm. and each host picks a couple shows that we do like a deep dive like our initial thoughts on from the first three episodes and this is actually one of my shows so i i tend to like save those shows in my back pocket and watch oh, them watch like right the before i talk first. about them okay exactly i watch all the shows that i think are don't have potential so i can like check them off and be like not good not good but at least i'm like with the current season of discussion mm-hmm. whereas if i watch the show now i'll be like i don't know if in three weeks i'll quite remember what exactly happened so i uh i am interested in it i am very concerned because i am 
uh, scared of bully. Bully, I'm the no bully policeman. I, I don't like it. And I've heard it, that it eases up. It dials back the severity from the manga in episode one. So maybe it will play to my palate a little bit better. But still a little... Uh, Sus about the whole okay. dynamic. How did you how did you feel about that one show from a couple of years ago? The uh, the the five head lolly one. Oh, the it's called Takagi. Takagi, yeah, Takagi San. Yeah, That's... how did how did that one sit with you? Uh, also, I have not watched it. Oh, you haven't I'm seen so it. So scared of bullying, <laughs> but I'm actually going to watch that and compare it with Nagatoro when I have to talk about it. So okay, because how, I was wondering why I was wondering how it compared because uh, in my opinion from the first cuz I've only seen one episode of Takagi and at this point the first episode of Nagatoro and I think that Nagatoro at least from the first episode is definitely a lot more crude in the uh, in the aspect of whole, the whole bullying thing. But hmm. I think the first episode is not going to be a great representation of the entire show entirely just because it's the characters meeting for the first time so i'm interested to see where it goes and the the shots overall the animation wise it's nothing spectacular but when it looks good oh it looks it looks really good yeah there's definitely going to be like it's not going to be ruthless bullying for like 12 episodes uh, end of season one like there's definitely <laughs> gonna be, be like ridiculous. a reason why she's doing it a, a selling point some sort of romance like some you know volition behind it besides just i'm gonna just ruin this dude's day mm-hmm. from what i can tell it it seems to be delving a little bit more into the, like a character introspection like kind of like delving into the personalities and how, how these characters are wired as humans then takagi takagi is just very much look this is mindless little kids messing with each other fun just watch it and it's cute and enjoy it so i i'm interested to see if it will go into that like i hope that it will yeah uh we will find out i'm very curious you said you're one episode in? I think only one's come out, right? Yeah, yeah, I think I think there's only one out right now. That's the only one that I watched. Another one might have come out since I watched the first one. Um, and then, obviously, I watched just some of the other ones, like Tokyo Revengers and the, uh, that one uh, Killing Slimes for 300 Years one. Um, but uh, none of them really, <laughs> really stood out to me enough to feel like mentioning it here, I don't believe. Well, those uh, you gotta remember, like three hundred. I think three hundred slime and uh, uh, Nagato are actually two of our spring seasonals that we're reviewing. So, mm-hmm. I think we picked what five or six. We I think it was like four or five. We picked the exact same amount this time around as we did for our uh, winter uh, seasonal. Oh, I want. I, I just remembered. I want to mention one more. Oh, this title is bad. I'm not going to say the Japanese title for this. It is called Full Dive. The ultimate next-gen full dive RPG is even shittier than real life. What? Wait, what? Yep. What? What is with... Okay. That's one of the what? most absurd titles I've ever seen. And I've seen That's some absurd like, titles. What was that? What was the one that came out last season? Um, Suppose... Like, kid from the boonies moved to the starter town or something mm-hmm. like that but it's that like title the last is... dungeon town moved to the boonies or yeah something. yeah yeah it's something stupid like that. what is with these like absurdly dumb ass um lo- long ass uh light novel names that make zero fucking sense that one that that title is a lot more tame compared to this one but uh mason yeah. i'm curious I mean... if you watched this show 
So I'm actually glad you're about to talk about it. I watched episode one, and it was certainly bad. <laughs> it um, was something. The the obvious fan service and all that nastiness was certainly not to my, oh my. taste. But you know, there was just a sliver, just a shred of like possibility that this could be a nice, fun take on that world. So I was I have not watched episode two, but episode two is very much going to be the probably it's going to validate everything wrong with the first one and I'm just gonna drop it. But I was like, I'm gonna give at least episode two a chance. I'm gonna ask you, if you've seen episode two, should I even bother? Should I, I even haven't. I haven't seen episode okay. two. I didn't know there was an episode two out because I just watched it. Did it did episode two come out today? I think uh, it was like April a day or two ago, yeah. So yeah, April seventh is when it uh, de- or started, so it is probably got a second episode. Came out so yesterday. it probably came out yesterday. Okay, so this show, this show is ooh, it's weird. So I I didn't even it wasn't even on my radar because I I had looked at the list of shows quite a few times and I somehow missed this one every single time. And then I was just going through. Uh, it was either Verve or Funimation. I can't remember where I watched it, and I just saw this. I was like, oh okay, I'll give it a shot. The first episode. Yeah, you're right. It's bad. Uh, I'm kind of with you. Like, normally I would have dropped it, even though it's, like, the whole VR thing. I I love full-dive type of shows. But normally I would have dropped it based on this. But there was just a little bit that makes me think that it could get better. So I want to watch more. But it it was definitely edgy and... The, a lot of fan service. The fan service wasn't wasn't exactly my thing. I don't know that that one chick. Her boobs are way too big. Uh, yeah, <laughs> not, not to shame, not to judge anyone's <laughs> body type, but that's that's some anime. That's an anime body right there. <laughs> oh my god! I'm looking at a picture of her. Oh my god, dude! It's uh... it's it's crazy. Um. Yeah, so I guess just a little bit of background info for this show, just because uh, probably not a lot of people are going to watch this one. Um, there's a really popular full think think Sword Art Online like a new full dive game that's coming out, and this kid ends up not being able to buy the game, and he goes to some sketchy store, and this really busty chick ends up convincing him to buy this very sketchy game and then he tries it and it's supposedly like a very realistic uh vr rpg and it just go everything just goes bad right away like i don't know i'll spoil it sure he ends up killing his in-game best friend right off the bat and then the sister gets like ridiculously like just instantly turns into a yandere and at the very end of the first episode it's his title is best friend killer i'm just like what is what is happening i i didn't even know what was going on half the time i will say the animation wasn't bad so at least at least it had like passable animation going for it that makes it made it at least a little bit more easy to watch than that freaking blue reflection ray (laughs) what happened jc staff what happened (laughs) wait blue reflection ray is jc staff i believe so Oh no, man! I think so, and I think uh, I think Full Dive is on Funimation. So yeah, it is. It's licensed through Funimation. Okay. Yeah, JC Staff did do uh, Blue Reflection, right? Yeah. So weird thing about this season. Before we move on, is that this 
I don't think the season is bad necessarily. Like, I think that there's some standout shows that have a chance to be really good, but a lot of the sh- of the shows that I've seen are just kind of like, why? I think I just happened to pick the bad ones to start with. Like, yeah, I, n- good, I haven't gotten to way. To Your Eternity yet. I've heard To Your Eternity is really good, and that's one that I haven't that I haven't gotten to touch yet. It is. It'll be a little slow, I'm thinking, at the beginning, but I, I've i got faith. And uh, unfortunately, two of the shows that have potential to be good are stuck in Netflix jail, and that is uh, unfortunate. I want to watch Shaman King! <laughs> Alright, well, I think I that's all for me. I relive my childhood. Mitch, you want to hit us with what you've been watching and not Shaman <laughs> oh, King? I'm good. I'm going to hit you real good, Sky, with right. what I've been watching. So, um, finally got Jobless uh, finished. Um, fucking loved that show. Just seriously loved Jobless Reincarnation. Oh, awesome. Um, so far, it's probably, the uh, out of everything from winter that I've seen so far, it's probably my favorite thing I've watched from the winter. No! Um, you like yeah, it more than Hori Mia? Again, I yes, just by a little bit though, not by just by a little bit. Ew. Okay, so <laughs> I finished that, uh, and so my lovely wife thought it'd be fun to just start watching um, harem anime. So we just started watching anything that was labeled a harem on. Who could have uh, guessed? And uh, so we did Absolute Duo, which was oh. actually not a wild, bad wild. Anime. It wasn't. It wasn't a good Ugh. anime, but it wasn't a bad anime. Oh, so God. We watched, we watched that. Uh, then we finished uh, Wise Man's Grandson. We finished that as well. That oh. was actually not a bad anime. Um, oh, I fear then, for you. Uh, it just gets worse from there, Sky. Those those uh, shows are both very, very awful. <laughs> How can it get worse? I what did you watch? started watching the... New Testament or the Testament of a new? No, no, stop! I, I can't take it. <laughs> he can't keep getting away with I, it. I did you finish all of to, these? Yes, I'm on the sec. I'm almost done. Uh, the sequel sanity? to. Oh, okay. Continue. I'm sorry. So yeah, I'm uh, plowing through some lovely, wholesome, horny anime, um, and. Uh, Today, I'm going to cleanse the pot a little bit, Sky, so you can be happy. I got the first four episodes done of Wonder Egg Priority. Going to be finishing that and having it done by next week. And I still have to watch that fucking Idoli Pride. (laughs) Hey, hey, I haven't actually started it yet. But, dude, come on. You can't hate on idol idol shows. shows. Sure, they might not be for you, but that doesn't mean they're bad, necessarily. Um, I I made it to episode 30... Two of One Piece, uh, still grinding that One Piece game. Uh, and what else did I watch? Oh, I uh, almost, uh, I finished another episode of uh, Tomozaki as well. So, I've I've been cleansing my palate in between everything by putting on good anime, in between the um, super 
horny stuff that I've been watching. I just can't believe that you said that Absolute Duo and Wise Man's Was Grandchild okay were anime. not bad. Oh my they word. They were okay anime. They weren't the worst. Those shows suck. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to, to each to each their own. I don't have uh, the the mental fortitude to drop an anime in one or two episodes like Sky does. Uh, Mason, I need some backup on this one. Oh, <laughs> I oh, mean, God. I guess I can't vouch for Absolute Duo because I've heard nothing but bad things. So I I guess I can't confirm yeah. that it is as bad as I think. Because I watched I eleven episodes of that shit, dude. Oh, oh fuck that. That was that was back when I was able to watch <laughs> bad shows and I still ended up dropping it and I did not like it. Oh. Oh, it's 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 bad. It's bad. But I have yeah. seen uh two maybe episodes uh three actually, three episodes of Wise Man's Grandchild and that was a disaster on all on all my senses. So. It, it, does, it does get a little bit better after you get past those three episodes. No, it's right doesn't. near the end. Where I, I think I watched four or five and just couldn't take it. It is it is one of the most generic and boring isekais ever made. I mean, I was just looking for an isekai with an overpowered character, and someone told me he was going to give me a list of anime oh, to check oh, out, shit. and someone <laughs> forgot to give me a list. Do uh, Overpowered Hero. Uh, I've seen overpowered but cautious. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen overly cautious here. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, I was gonna say that's like one of the very few in that uh, genre that I'm a fan of. So, oh, uh, we're if, we're uh, we're isekai lovers on this show. So, I see, I see. Yeah, but well, I, I still hate Wise Man's Grandchild. I so I, I, I am something. I am for Sky aims for like top tier isekai. I am for um. Usually bottom to mid tier. Oh, in that case, I, you should watch I, Knights and Magic. That shit's awful. Seen it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Finished it too. Oh, dude, uh, you need help. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. I I can't help it. I I go on Funimation. I look at a poster. My wife's like, "Does it have big anime boobies?" I'm like, "Yeah, it does." Then we watch it. I'm a simple man with simple tastes. Okay, well, I'm glad that you at least watched something okay in Wonder Egg. Priority. I watched Wonder Egg, yeah, and I am. I do have to say that um, it's probably like I gotta finish it first before I make my like final uh, word on it. But right now, what I've seen, it's fucking fantastic. Mason, you really liked Wonder Egg, didn't you? I uh, I do. I should say I've seen the first three episodes. <laughs> But we're doing our review on it, so I haven't yet so actually watched watch the rest it. of it. Okay. Exactly. So mm. I'm tapping my foot anxiously, just ready for when oh, I get to watch it. Because it's good. that's that's the one problem with doing a podcast where I choose to delay watching these shows. Because I I want to give the best review, but at the same time I kind of miss out on the the wave of all the best shows. So mm. I mean, you could always watch it and then rewatch it at like four absolutely. times speed. I absolutely before. could. <laughs> just, just a quick reminder on what happened. That's all I need to know. You know, just exactly. like, Oh, I kind of remember this scene. Okay. Good to go. Um, I will say, uh, I don't really like wonder egg that much. I have finished it. Now here's the thing. It's not actually over. I think that there's like the official, like final episode is going to come out as an OVA like late July or something like that. Um, so it's technically over and there will be an OVA to finish the show, but I have caught up to it and uh, it's, it's good. It's not for me. 
Okay. Yeah, no. I yeah, think no, I've I, I've uh, been saying this since like since it started. Uh, I know that uh, Matt from Otaku Melancholy yeah. has Matt's harassed like me about it. <laughs> he loved yeah. it. I mean, he was harassing me to watch it when uh, he came on because you guys were like arguing about Hori Mia, and he kept saying, "Ah, oh, Bori Mia, you mean?" Hori Mia like, is ah. my show from 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 the last season. That's your favorite? Oh, I love it, dude! It's so good. Yeah, I have I have a strong feeling that Jobless is going to be mine. Because I just I love that show. That's unfortunate. I love the I love the comedy in that show. I get where people are coming off saying that the comedy is kind of eh with it, but I do enjoy it. I mean, I, ha- I it was a nice change of pace because I started binging it after I finished uh, that fucking first love monster, and I needed something better. And, and we're still reviewing that. Don't think you're getting out of that. Scott. We can we can we can review it, it today. We're, we're going to talk about it today. It. And I think I think this is I, a I good know. time to kind of move on to the uh, the rest. Uh, is that questions. all you've been watching? Yeah, that's that's really it. I uh, like I said, One Piece is the main thing that's been uh, I've been really grinding at is trying to get that all caught up. So I got um, another five years till I'm caught up. So you know. Welcome to the Mid Rock Tent. I am Mitch here by myself, and I'm going to tell you guys about the fantastic places that support us. And that is the first one Anchor.fm, the number one way to do your podcasts for free. That's right. It won't cost you a dime, but it will cost you a bit of your time. If you guys want to be a podcaster like me, Anchor.fm, you can upload your podcast or simply go on to their website, use their recording tool. They have an editing tool as well. As long as you have a mic, you can record anything. That is right, anything, and it'll go onto every platform available. Holy crap. And if you guys want to uh, pay us for doing this, patreon.com forward slash talking anime. We do have a Patreon. Yes, there are numerous tiers, such as the Weeb tier, which is our lowest tier, which is $1 a month. Otaku, which is our five, $5 a month tier. Our harem tier, which is the fifteen or 10 to $15 tier. And then, of course, you want to pay $25, the Sundere tier, you can pay to come onto the show. Of course, each tier has their own perks. But you can get this show ad-free and a day early on all tiers. That's right. You don't have to listen to this. You can listen to the show on Patreon. Support us. If you can. No rush. Coffee.com. Also, if you do not want to support us uh, monthly, but you want to give us like a huge chunk of money or a small chunk of money, whatever, coffee.com, K-O-F-I.com to get an uh, online tip jar and it will support content creators and, you know, everything else online. And with that being said, I want to thank James and Gachi Man for supporting us on Patreon like the huge. You guys are fucking sexy beasts. And with that being said, I have been Mitch. Thank you for listening. Let's get back to the episode. Bye. Okay. So for the fan questions, uh, the first one comes from... Uh, Slowball Kohler. Now, this one should be pretty easy for us to answer, I think. His question is, who's the most annoying main character? Oh, 
Uh, I, I, I got a perfect one. Uh, Kazuha from fucking Kazuya, uh, yeah. Rent a Girlfriend. I knew you were going to say it. That's a pretty I, good answer. I fucking can't stand that fucking. Uh, ah, I love that show, but I hate him so much. I can't. I can't watch that show. <laughs> it is. It is so hard because you you like the waifus in it, but the MC is literally just a waste of space the entire time. But yeah, that's that's my pick for uh, most annoying MC. It's a good pick. He he's kind of just a just a scumbag completely. What about you, Mason? Who, who's your pick for most annoying main character? Ooh, that's that's tough. With uh, there's so many terrible ones to choose from. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I guess are we determining main character as just the the forefront lead of a show, or can it be any of like a main trio, perhaps? Uh, I'd say just a character that has majority of screen time in the show. Yeah. I mean, just because I have Jujutsu Kaisen on my mind, um, I think, and maybe it's not so, like, You're not going to say Ryuji, are you? No, I, because in my head, I've been comparing a lot of Jujutsu to Demon Slayer, and I feel like Zenitsu from Demon Slayer... Is like, you know, the, the thunder lightning boy who sleeps and screams all the time. Dude, fuck that guy. Oh, my word. Yeah, he's he was probably my least favorite thing about that show was him. But, yeah. I mean, like, he was – he's stupid strong, though. That's the fucking stupid part about that character. Like, he's not like a ter- – this show is now terrible, but it is like a – he is like a big component why I would not, like, easily recommend this show to newcomers to anime. That's such a good pick, dude. Oh, my word. Yeah, Zenitsu, I, I, I did end up dropping um, Demon Slayer. Not because of Zenitsu, but uh, uh, the first time he showed up, I thought he was going to be the reason why I would drop it. <laughs> oh, he's horrible. The only time he's actually good is when he's fucking asleep, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not enough. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, you know, I'm thinking about it. I don't, I can't, I'm not sure who the most annoying main character is. Uh, it's, it's, it's really difficult. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really lousy ones. How far did you get in a uh, black clover? Uh, episode 111. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Asuna's not, not the one that I'm going to go with. Gotcha. I just throwing out there. You mean Naruto, but with magic? Pretty much. Um, I can I can say that because I have seen like forty five forty five episodes of Black Clover. So, yeah, and I know he's pretty annoying at the beginning. I'm gonna be honest. This is I I I'm not sure. I didn't have time to think about this for long enough. <laughs> um. Uh, did you watch any of Gamers? Those those were full of annoying <laughs> Dude, main characters. Okay, this is kind of off topic, but I want to I want to talk about this for a second. Gamers is such a weird beast for me because when I first <laughs> watched it, I loved that show. I watched it, I binged it so fast, and I completely adored it. Now I've tried to go back and rewatch it two different on two different occasions. Both times, I cannot watch past episode one. 
It's it's so weird because I loved it when I first watched it, and now it's like it is the biggest cringe fest that I've ever <laughs> sat through. So it's like so it's like I just kind of at this point don't even want to think about it. I just want to let it be, leave my positive opinions of it just in the past, and just not touch it again. So fair enough. Every main character from that show. <laughs> but once again, you know. They're not, like, so bad by themselves. It's, like, the cumulative effort of all their inadequacy <laughs> that, like, <laughs> makes it, it just, bad. Just makes it, oh, it sucks so bad. Yeah. Combo multiplier. And another another pick. I'll just go with every character from Day to Live as well. That just... so It's really just, like, the bad harem shows that that, that just make the main characters so annoying for some reason. Oh, goodness. Actually... If I have to go with a definitive pick, I'll tell you, it's not technically the main character, but it's the uh, it's the girlfriend from Hajimete no Gal, or My First Girlfriend is a Gal. <laughs> she sucks, dude. Uh, yeah, she did. She was an annoying character on that show. I do that, that's my that. final answer. That's horrible. I, uh, did you, <laughs> Mason, did you watch that show? That's... Oh, I'm going to click away on my keyboard really quick make sure... <laughs> No. Uh, um, no. Okay, I, don't. I'm, watch I'm thinking it. of the other Garu show. What show am I thinking of? Um, you're thinking of oh Galko Chan. Yeah, that's the one. That's I what I was remember. thinking of, and I was like, Galko Chan's pretty cool. Like, she's a rad person. I don't think there's any relationships. No, this looks bad. Because that's a deconstruction of the whole gal stereotype in all of those sorts of things. It just kind of... I know people like to clown on the term deconstruction, but that's literally what it is. It just deconstructs all of the stereotypes around these types of characters and makes it interesting. This show is the opposite of that. It just goes all Uh, in on it and sucks. Total ass. Yeah, it does. Because the entire time, all you hear is her going like, oh my god, oh my god, stuff like that. And yeah, that was a bad show. I do agree with Sky on that one. And I did watch (laughs) that on my own free will. And the one other uh, fan question that I want to go with that will lead us into our next question is from Mello. Because he, he knew that we were talking about weird anime, so... His question is, will One Piece on our be on our lists? And for me, no. I think One Piece is weird, but not in the sense that it's, like, it's worth bringing up in a discussion about weird anime. Because it tries to be that and just goes all in on it. Yeah, it does. I, I feel like when we talk about weird anime, we will all have different ideas of what it means to be weird. And... I would say One Piece is zany and imaginative, but I I don't think I'd call it weird. Weird, but not in a bad way. Yeah. Yeah, no, One One Piece has, like, from what I've seen, like, the moments, yeah, it is, it it has, like, weird anime, but that's because of the time it came out, if you're watching, like, the original run of it, right? Like, you're watching, like, an early, or what, late 90s, early 2000s anime? So, like, a lot of the times you're going to get, like, weird bits and pieces, but that was just because of the time. That's what was, like, you know, cool or funny or something like that, you know? And it works, too. Yeah, that's the thing. It works. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I rewatched, I'm, like I said, I'm watching it and I'm enjoying the weirdness that the show is, but I have seen 10 times weirder shit than fucking One Piece, that's for sure. 
And that will uh, is what we will be talking about right now. So I'd like to uh, to start us off real quick with our weird shows, just because we have to talk about Cat Shit One. Okay, this this show. I mean, it's not even a show. It's it's a short film from two thousand and ten, uh, made by some indie studio. It's like twenty minutes long. Mason, you've seen Cat Shit One, right? I have, and really, this is just. From the get-go, this is full of lies. Because, first of all, it's called Cat Shit 1. There are no cats. And there's cats. bunnies. <laughs> what the rabbits. fuck is this shit? There's no cats. And then also, like, on the trailer, or not trailer, on the show itself, it's like Cat Shit 1, the animated series. It's not a it's series. It's not even a series. <laughs> yeah, it's, an o- it's an OVA. But all of the lies don't matter because, oh, it is a masterpiece. Mason, this... do, would you like to uh, describe the Cat Shit 1 for us real quick? Sure, sure. So this is a uh, an entirely CG show, which I believe you said, Sky, that you are a fan of CG. To, I do, I do degree. like it. Yes, um, not all the time in anime, but uh, it really just depends. Most of the time, I can I can handle it. So Cat Shit One tells the story of Packy, this absolute unit of a of a bunny <laughs> rabbit, who, along with his uh, best buddy, other bunny man. Uh, they go and they Call of Duty, like raid this uh, small like village in the desert that is full of like I guess terrorist camels, and <laughs> do it to save these uh, bunnies that have been uh, captured and held hostage. So it's pretty much twenty minutes of nonstop Call of Duty aping aesthetic as these bunnies go around and just knifing and uh, RPGing and shooting up these camels in a very explosive <laughs> thing quite that... bloody way as well exactly it's there's it's pretty intense um the the dub which is how i watched it was <laughs> terribly amazing like this is a so great good. <laughs> thing to watch with the boys and just these 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 rabbits as they like do this like stealth like crouch walk that you see a lot of times in war films with these like big chungus legs uh never didn't make me laugh um, Packy, he, he has like a, a fishing hat on. Like it doesn't look like military grade like headwear. It looks like a fishing hat. And the best part about this, by far, Mitch, I don't know if you've seen it, but they they wear like air protection with like a a microphone for communication. But the in the classic, you know, anthropomorphized rabbits like the air protection is just on the side of their head and their ears are above it completely exposed to all the sound so uh it's a masterpiece i don't know what more there is to say oh yeah so i I found it uh i watched it for the first time i think two nights ago because i just found out about it i i remembered i think i was listening to an episode of rant cafe and i remember uh moist critical he was their guest he mentioned it i was like i gotta see what this is because we were talking about weird anime so i'm like i want to watch this thing and oh i'm so glad that i watched it because honestly this is solid 10 out of 10 masterpiece not for objective reasons purely for subjective enjoyment it is it's so much fun to watch and just the it's so ironic almost these like bunny rabbits which are like what you kind of would think of as being like the most wholesome creatures ever and then they're just like out here just like murdering people left and right to save just two other animals and 
something about the CG is so satisfying. I I almost couldn't believe that it was from 2010. Like it looks really good, and I'm surprised really that they that they don't have these people helping out for like CG in freaking anime. Like wasn't this? I think it was made by like a very small indie studio of like three people or something. Like it's so fun to watch. Yeah, it genuinely looks solid. Like I pulled a bunch of people into our discord last night and i'm like i have no idea what i'm getting into but if you want to take the plunge with me we're gonna just send it and uh we did and everyone was like yeah that was actually kind of a blast (laughs) Uh, so if you don't go in uh, expecting more than the name cat shit one uh i think it's i think there's something to like there yeah i'm looking at like some pictures from this and i'm like i'm shocked on how well this looks for 2010 just go to YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's it's on got YouTube. like 18 million views. And just just witness it. Yeah, the moment that I got done watching it, I literally went into Discord and I'm like, at everyone, please watch this. You need to experience this. It is. And the reason why I wanted to do it in this discussion of weird anime is... It's weird. I mean, obviously, it's like it's like a freaking World War II thing where it's like bunny rabbits murdering terrorist camels, as you said, in like the weirdest, like most gruesome way possible. But it's so like ironic that it's just so much fun. And again, freaking Packy is like the biggest unit ever. Like he's he is the best man. Like one hundred percent. You need him. Like there was a discussion in the Discord briefly about starting a war and I said, No no no, just get Cashy One in there. You'll automatically win. There's no losing. Absolutely. Alright, so that that's my first one. We can move on to something else. Well what's one that you guys want to talk about for a weird anime? Go ahead, Mitch. You, you lead the way. Uh, Sky. Sky. Yes. I know we haven't done a review on this show yet, but I think it's time we, we sit down. We need to discuss this. I I need to know, first and foremost, why, how, when, and what the fuck, man. And I'm talking about uh, First Love Monster first love as monster. my first pick. Why? Who hurt you? Who hurt you, Sky? I need to know who hurt you. I will say I have not seen past episode one of this show. I hate this show. Mason, have you seen First Love Monster? So I have seen like yourself. So I guess behind the scenes, inside baseball podcast, which is my favorite part of any podcast, is when people just talk about how the podcast is made. Uh, Mitch submitted his weird anime. Uh, suggestions i guess a couple days ago and i watched uh enough of each of them <laughs> to have an opinion and uh so yeah i watched episode one and yes it's it's a weird that there's like an age gap but it's yes. more just bad <laughs> what, what kills what what kills me the most about this show and, and you find out later i want to know what are they feeding these kids that they are like teenage grown ass looking men walking around wearing short shorts and basically clothes that like kindergartens or like fifth graders would wear. I want to know why the fuck these kids are allowed at a fucking grade five school. I it it blows it blows my mind first and foremost when you get past all the poop and penis jokes that the show has to fucking do. The voice cast. The English voice cast is 
really good, and it really makes me sad that I sat through and watched the entire franchise because I'm like, this show tries so hard to be humble and being like wholesome at points, but then they have to just go and defecate on the whole entire thing and do a penis joke or a shit joke or some weird crap like that. And Sky, I am I'm grateful we didn't do a full episode dedicated to this because I would have probably started screaming because I just did not like this show. So just a bit of background information on a love uh first love monster. It's pretty much just a very simple um romance but uh the the chick is in high school she's like what 16 or whatever and then the dude yeah, is in like uh, fifth grade but he looks like yeah. a bishy pretty boy it's very weird and uncomfortable him and his friends <laughs> him and his two friends they all look that way and then his cousin his cousin gets introduced like later on i mean i'm not spoiling much no one probably watches this but his cousin is the exact same way but he has an american accent wild uh, and i get what you're saying like if one kid looks a little bit older and that kind of creates a relationship fine i guess i can believe that but like you said a whole unit a whole <laughs> gaggle i don't i don't know what the plural of kindergartners are or fifth graders but to have so many of these kids who are so young but look so old uh wild i guess it's all the baki <laughs> it definitely fits in a list of weird anime uh yeah, I'm sorry for making you watch that. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I made you. I made you sit through Wonder Momo, so I think uh, we're even now. Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh goodness. All right, Mason, hit us with with one of one from your list. Okay. Well, I I kind of segmented mine into categories of weird, and this is I think very similar to what you guys have suggested so far. This is a show that is like on the surface. Like a pretty much generic, you know, romantic comedy. You've you've seen it all before. Like it's not hard to follow, but the weird thing is is the the setup, the conceit of it. And this is a show called Aki Can. And I don't know if anyone's ever seen the show. It's a little bit older. Mitch, this is another one. May, maybe up your alley. But essentially, <laughs> okay. it's about this boy who is uh, he goes to the vending machine as you do in Japan, and he gets mm-hmm. a melon soda can. And when he pops the top and starts drinking it, the the can and the contents within turns into a a QTGF. You got this like idle looking girlfriend that came from the can. She is the can of melon soda, and fueled by the carbonation within her, she can perform like melon based kamehamehas, and essentially she just hangs out with this dude. And she can go back and forth from can to human technology. And she needs to replenish her life force by drinking more of the melon soda that she is. And essentially, like any good relationship, you have all the same issues you normally have. Like when your girlfriend starts getting flat, like soda does, uh, you perform CPR on her by blowing into her mouth to like re-give her carbonation. Um, she gets jealous when you drink other soda and there's this like team rocket, like government agency that is trying to track down all of these Aki cans, which are these soda to girlfriend transfers because there's a whole league of them and they want to find out what type of can is better steel or aluminum. 
So the government is going around tracking down all these girls that have been birthed from soda cans to pit them in a war against one another to determine what kind of can they like the best. And yeah. I've known about this show for quite a while, but I never I never watched it. I've only seen clips. And right now I've just been watching the uh, the trailers <laughs> that I can find on YouTube. And, oh, it looks horrible and amazing at the same time. But none of it is for good reasons. Uh, yeah. What's, like, what, what's the name? I need, I need to uh, research Aki-Kan. Aki-Kan. A-K-I-K-A-N. And, like, it's not a hard show to follow. It's not weird in, like, the visuals. All of the characters the are naked all the times. <laughs> yeah. Just in yeah, this lot... in these trailers, they're just every scene someone's naked. I'm like, what what am I looking at? Well then oh. she's like, Don't drink me without my permission. And he's like, Well, what if I just want soda? If if I if I drink from the can, <laughs> she'll turn into a girl and we'll be kissing and I don't want that. So she's like, Okay, use a straw. So he uses a straw and she's making like all these sensual sounds as he like drinks soda from the can. <laughs> like it's <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> it's not I'm, terrible, but it's weird. I, I'm looking at the pictures, and the first picture that pops up is, I'm assuming the main character doing a uh, a crab position, uh, buck-ass naked. Yep. Yeah, that seems to be 90% of the show. He's a very, very wiggly naked man. Get, you get a lot of that. And of course she gets all embarrassed and flustered but she you know she's kind of like okay he's a cutie too i guess so i i have not seen this entire show but i've seen enough to know that it's weird i think i'd be concerned if you had seen the entire show when i was when i was thinking about which ones i wanted to go with i were uh, there was obviously some like very obvious fan service ones that i was thinking about but i'm like you know i think mason and mitch have me covered on that front so i went for a little bit more of a different style now the one that i want to talk about next is specifically because mason you love this show uh i want to go talk about decadence real quick yeah so i i remember listening to the podcast where you did a review of it and uh you really like this show is that correct i let me let me get my score really quick before I strongly promote this show. I gave it a a seven out of ten, which okay. if you don't know, that's 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 pretty good it's based good. on how I normally score things. But yeah, I thought it was a very solid show. Very, I'm a fan of very interesting, unique, often correlates with being weird. But I like shows that feel very of its own thing and doesn't feel like it's aping other stuff. So I, yeah, you could say I'm a fan. Okay, so Decadence is a it's a beast of a show. There's there's a lot in here and it's really I guess weird is is, is the best way to describe it. Uh because it starts out as like an Attack on Titan clone and you're like, "Okay, this this can be interesting. It's basically Attack on Titan, but it's a little different." And then the visual style is style change is very weird. It becomes basically Sword Art Online but with uh chibi androids. And it just it just goes goes from there and continuously gets stranger and stranger. I I ended up giving it a seven out of ten myself. I I liked it, but it's it's hard to it's really hard to recommend to people because there you have to be okay uh, with a lot of different aspects of the show in order to enjoy it. Yeah, it's very much one 
normal show action adventure big steampunk monsters invading classic very actually good looking show paired with a like you mentioned a very odd zany saturday morning kids cartoon eye-popping colors like even crazier plot with poop pits and weird robots and mushing these things together into one like blend where you're like hmm the separate they're both kind of all right but do they work together i think so i don't know if many people (laughs) do i i see the uh the robot part as kind of like like an edgy adult shopkins it's very strange it's and again, I think the visual style change, how drastically different they are, it will turn most people off the show if you're not if you're not prepared for that. I think the only reason why I was okay to to watch it all the way through was because I knew what I was getting myself into before I watched it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, by itself, the the quirky cartoon side of things would probably be not already up most people's radar, but knowing that they have to suffer through that to watch the show that they thought they were signing up for definitely is a left hook for a lot of people it's whiplash every time it changes you're like oh oh goodness okay because you get adjusted to one and then instantly you have to get readjusted to the other one right after that and it's it's jarring it's very weird indeed but not bad weird (laughs) a good weird depending on your subjective taste exactly exactly all right, Mitch, uh, hit us with another very strange one. You have an interesting list okay. for us. So um, I'm going to just throw this in there because uh, you guys I, – I originally came up with three, so, you know, behind curtain crap. Uh, I came up with three, so I'm going to throw in a, an extra one just so, you know, we can have about, like, four-ish at least. Um, and I'm watching it right now, and it's uh, that uh, – the new – the. Testament of a new the tes- devil sister. Yeah, testament of whatever. sister new devil, whatever. something like that. Yeah. And um, I I thought Seven Mortal Sins was horny. Then I watched this, and I understand horny anime a lot more now. And uh, yeah, if uh, the whole story uh, is basically uh, guy, hero, girl, demon, make pact. And she's super horny. And that's the entire show. It's weird just because it is one of those things you just don't want people walking in on you watching because they would it borderlines hentai so hard. It walks that line. It makes like high school DD look like child's play compared to this horny energy anime. And yeah. It's also basically high school DXD. Like they're yeah, they're, the, they're the same. It show. is, it is basically high school. <laughs> it is basically high school DD, but it's just more hornier. Mason, have you had the have you had the pleasure of experiencing this show? I have not. I have not. <laughs> Don't. I would recommend it. it. Don't stay stay Don't, far away I, from it. I I'm watching it. and I'm telling people don't watch it. It's it, like it's it has moments where it's like. Like there's you know some decent comedy to it, but no. most of the time it's super horny all the time, and it gets super uncomfortable at times. It's it's literally high school DxD, yeah. but with a more generic plot. And mind you, I hate high yeah. school DxD. I do not like that show. It's literally that show with a more generic plot, and the main female character is also a very busty redhead. It's <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it's just bad. It's just bad fan service demon bullshit and yeah. boobs constantly. And there's there's a lolly succubus and all that other shit. She's too. the it's only just, good part of the show. <laughs> I'm I am not surprised that you said that, Sky. Um, Sky's the one who said it, not me. Uh, I, so, okay, uh, mo- in the dub, on. hold on, in the dub, her voice actress does a very good job, and the uh, just her character is always very fun when it's on the screen. Uh, we're because moving. she's like the horniest <laughs> character in the show. Like every time she's on, because she she's not, she's the not main serious. Horny. Ideas. Everyone she's else like, is like trying to be like serious, horny. She's just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna go all in and be very anime about it. And that it's yeah, she, she's like, <laughs> oh yeah, main main character Kuhn is uh, having a mental breakdown. You need to go and unhorny her here. Go and touch her here. I don't want to talk go about this s- show anymore. Oh, I it's hate it. weird. It's a weird anime. That's all I'm saying. So Mason, Mason, uh, take what's it away. your next weird one? <laughs> yeah. So next. Next on the list of getting progressively more weird, uh, what do you are your guys' opinions on like Studio Trigger or like Gynax or like any of the Imaishi stuff that is out there? Um, I don't, I, I like Studio Trigger stuff. I'm not too uh, too uh, picky. I you can tell from my taste anime. I'm not picky when it comes to watching anime. So, gotcha. gotcha. I'm guy. I'm a little weird with it because. My track record of liking Trigger stuff is not super high. Like, I, I don't end up liking a lot of Trigger shows, but uh, I always end up watching them. It's like, I really like to watch Trigger shows regardless of whether or not I'm going to enjoy it, just because usually they're just so visually appealing. I think the ones that I end up liking are the ones that are usually claimed as being bad. <laughs> gotcha. Well, this next one is... It's another movie. It's not Studio Trigger. It's Production IG, but it's essentially the same bombastic, balls-to-the-wall energy that you kind of... It's the same Studio Trigger team. But if you're a fan of, like, Panning and Stocking, uh, Hells, uh, Redline, Lil Fooly Cooley, Space Patrol Lulico, like, all, all of that stuff, just all wrapped into, like, a super tight package with uh, full throttle energy going at all times the uh the hour or i don't think it's even an hour it's just under an hour it's called dead leaves um it tells the story of uh, a robot guy with a tv for a head named retro and his sidekick pandy who just like awake just on earth naked one day and they just go on a mad crime spree across the galaxy just rocketing from one place to another just trying to get food clothing getting sent to prison where there's a dude with a drill for a penis who plows into people's heads with his penis that's a drill. Uh, just hi- Hyper-violent, ultramanic, like, just nonstop. Uh... Think of, uh, like, Ren and Stimpy, just nonstop craziness for 50 minutes. And it's uh, an adventure. Dead Leaves. Yeah, Dead Leaves. It's one of those things where you watch, like, a YouTube trailer and you're like, yep, I, I, I get it. I, I, I see why I don't know why it's a thing, but I see that it is one, and you can get the entire aesthetic of it very quickly. Yeah, you can. All you got to do is just look up a picture, and you instantly know what this I'm is. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the artwork, and I'm like, I get it. I understand. How long is? I'm this? not watching anything. It's like 50 minutes. I need it's to watch. Super this. short. 
I'm, is, I'm so is this is this bad weird or is it good weird? I I would say it it's on the side of like fun weird. I would say it's kind of very similar to the MFKZ movie I mentioned earlier, where it's like you watch it for the experience, and if you're in for that kind of just you know don't take anything too seriously and just let the the vibes just rattle your bones it can be a fun experience um if you're going in expecting like ooh, i, I want a deep intensive thought process on what it means to be human in a galactic system where light speed is like no it's none of that it's just fun and if you want that it will deliver if not uh i'd pass it up but it's very vulgar very over the top and Hopefully, some people will enjoy it. The vibe I'm getting from the trailer is like, think old school uh, DC style uh, TV shows cranked up to eleven. That's 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 the kind of vibe I'm getting from it. Like old the, the Batman and Joker is, is that, shows. The funny part is, is that the actual character's name is uh, Dick Drill. Yeah, no, that's literally it's what wonderful. it is. Yeah, literally, his it's name like really is... well done. Like it has a budget. It looks phenomenal like it moves so sporadically by design and uh it's it's a, it's a trip it seems like it uh i'll hit us with the next one which will be pretty it'll be pretty quick uh it's called gonna be the twin tail um the title is ridiculous and it's exactly exactly how it sounds uh mason i'm not sure if you've seen this one or Mitch. I watched I watched like three, four episodes of it. Made a very funny tweet about it, and then uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, now that we're oh, I guess we're doing the podcast today. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. So the idea of this is, it's uh, there's a dude who's obsessed with twin tails, uh, just the hairstyle, and something I don't even remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but something happens, some sort of alien style thing where he ends up getting. Uh, turned into kind of like a magical girl where he can turn into a twin-tailed superhero and he fights off the aliens and it is so weird <laughs> yeah a girl from a planet whose planet was destroyed by these like aliens who consumed twin tails for energy they invaded <laughs> her planet wiped out twin tails and now she's on a quest to like make sure that never happens again so she like Gransom, because he loves Twin Tails so much, he has, like, the potential. He's the chosen one to harness the Twin Tail energy to become the Twin Tailed magical girl he lusts after to fight these aliens from uh, populating Earth and killing us. And it's uh, mad wild. As an example of the kind of ridiculousness you'll get from this show, and this is probably the best scene, because it's stuck in my head, and I'll just randomly think about this to this day. Uh, there's a scene when he's, like, alone in the bathroom, and his childhood friend, who's, like, got a big crush on him, she's just like, no, what is what is he doing in the bathroom alone? And she has a fantasy about him, like, masturbating. And then it shows what he's actually doing, and he's just in there. He's, like, taking off his glove, and he's just, like, touching the twin tail and, like, getting horny over it. I'm just like, what? What is what is happening? <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, my word. I love that scene, though. It's hilarious. Yeah, they uh, the aliens are like, have you seen Chimonetta? <laughs> yes where they wear like the underwear on their head like these are like all black shimonetta clones 
who oh, were like yeah, I remember that. <laughs> running around with like idol girls and stuff because like that they, they love twin tails like the aliens also love twin tails so like everyone's after the twin tails i guess very similar to the name of the show i've said twin tails now more in this podcast than i have my entire life so <laughs> had you ever heard of the show before i mentioned it i i don't think so i think i just saw the title i'm like yep i got the entire plot but i have to watch it and it, it wasn't bad it actually was a lot better and I was expecting it looks actually very solid. It's just so absurd. I somehow am able to find the most random stuff that no one's heard of, but I can't get into the good stuff. Mitch, I'm curious. Did you have you experienced any of gonna be the twin tale? I'm not gonna lie. I saw it on. I believe it was under fan service on Funimation and I'm like, this looks interesting. I want to watch it, but I have not watched it and I don't know if I want to. I do have standards after all. I mean, and I would recommend show it. It's a lot better than uh, Absolute Duo for sure. I need uh, my standards have to be met, Sky. You have to follow the criteria to suggesting me a show. Uh, wait, Mason, isn't there, a, isn't there a busty chick in the show? The white-haired one? In Twin Tail. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's mad busty. She constantly moves things out of her boobs and, like, <laughs> says, oh, you can grab them if you want, if that will, like, give you energy. Yeah, mad busty. Damn oh, it. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, fine. I will watch it. <laughs> now he's got to watch it. I, I, th- I, I This is definitely not, definitely one of the better ones we've talked about this episode. <laughs> and it only gets worse from here. Oh, for sure. Um... What's next for us? What do you got for us, Mitch? <laughs> well, you have um, the choice between Bikini Warriors or Freezing. So which one do you want me to tackle first? God, fuck these shows. Um, What do you think, <laughs> Mason? Which one do you want to talk about first? Um, Let's do Bikini Warriors. Yeah, I want to get it out of the way. <laughs> so what what happens when you have pure fan service in five minutes or however long the episodes are that is uh bikini warriors so if you're not a huge fan of fan service this is not the show for you because this show is dripping i mean like goku in like supreme drip it's that much <laughs> drip of pure fan service i'm talking big busty ladies with almost no clothing on. The first episode literally starts with them going to a blacksmith because their clothes got destroyed and they're basically wearing bikinis the entire time. And they could barely fit those bikinis. And the blacksmith gives them more bikinis and calls it armor. And no one questions it. They're like, okay, it's armor, it's fine. There is no plot. Yeah, this, it's just an excuse to see a fantasy warrior chicks butt naked fighting fighting monsters. Now I have to point this out. This bothers me so much. The title, the title rips off Dragon Quest. That that pisses me off every time I see it. They, it literally is just straight up a Dragon Quest title ripoff, and I hate it so damn much. I mean, by design to appeal to someone, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Like me, the, the uh, you know, the de- degenerates that tend to just browse the fan service section of Funimation and 
watch everything. I can't believe this is even on Funimation. I I don't even want to call this show weird. It just is horrible. It's just <laughs> so trashy. The, the thing that the thing that kills me about a show like this, right, is that this is on Funimation and it's okay, but like Funimation gets rid of like interspecies reviewers and other random ass like super horny anime, but their fan service section has probably the worst selection of fan service and i should know i've seen most of them so yeah there's not much to say about this one it's just busty fantasy warriors that's that's the whole thing like it's just it's but yeah busty fantasy characters that's really it there's nothing else to it the art style is not even very good i don't like it it's not well this is from and it's from 2015 too so that's that's sad. I mean, the animation's not bad, but unfortunately just... so. <laughs> All right, Mason, what do you got for us? All right, so we're we're making the turn to actual weird anime now. So past this point, everything I talk about is... I turned off my phone. What are you doing? Anyway, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I did it a couple uh, weeks it's... ago. No, literally before we started, I'm like, oh, I should be a good host and, like, turn off my phone, mute all notifications. Yeah. It's, okay. it's fine. It's fine. It it's happens. It's me. Uh, that was the uh, the 8-bit version of uh, uh, Penguin Drum, in case you were wondering. Anyway, uh, <laughs> everything past this point, actually weird, actually do not pursue unless you have a strong heart. This next one is called Cat Soup. Oh, goodness. Which, okay, hit us with it. Uh, another another instance of you could watch just 30 seconds of any part of this uh, like 30-minute OVA and be like, yep, I, I got it. But it's a very surreal story about these two siblings, and they're both cats. Uh, one of them is dead. Like, at the very beginning, uh, she's dead. And essentially, she is revived into, like, a comatose state. And in this, like, state, she is dragged around by her younger brother as they go on this, just this grand adventure of this quest across the lands to maybe try to revive her. And you have them, like, riding in water elephants. You have them, like, pulling off the top of people's heads by grabbing on their hair and just yanking and it turns out that those people are robots they reach into people's faces through their nose and pull out souls uh and this is just the tip of the iceberg like it is such a weird trip there's very little dialogue and it's more just like a work of transient art as these characters just exist in the most bizarre imagined dreamscapes that exist and they just eventually return home, maybe or maybe not dead. So and I want you to just... I want you to confirm something for me real quick. So I've definitely seen parts of this. This is the uh, this is the one where there's like a pig looking thing, and it like gets like part of its body just like scooped and removed. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I love this thing. They're like riding a pig through the desert at one point, and then they get hungry, so they unzip the pig to eat it. And like inside the pig, it's already like wait, neatly butchered into slabs. Wait, of meat. wait, wait, hold on. They they unzip the pig. They unzip the pig to just take out shanks of pre-cut like butchered pig meat, 
to eat because they're starving. And while they're eating, the pig, who was unhappy at being unzipped and now eaten, bites off the arm of one of the cats, who's just like, well, that sucks. So they have to, like, wander while this cat holds its <laughs> bitten-off arm until they find someone who can stitch them back together. Uh, I'm just going to say right now, nothing what? will prepare you for, for this anime. What's with oh, It doesn't matter how much you know about it. It is, it is wild. Why is there a yeah. dude in a gimp suit? Oh, uh, uh, near the pool? Yeah. When he's making I'm like a like a p- cat stew? I'm looking at pictures <laughs> right now, and I have so many questions. Uh, the watching it's not going to answer any of them. No, nope, not at all. What? But uh, it's, it's something. Uh... This is something... Um, I'm just going to slide some extra wrecks in here because if you've ever seen like Tamala 2010, a punk cat in space, uh, that's another one where it's just a cat based mind trip where you just watch it and you're like, okay, that's something. The best way to describe it is that it is an experience. Exactly. Exactly. And this is certainly one of them. Did the person who come up with this drop acid and decide to draw something with a cat in it? Most likely, yeah. Yes. Just, these, Probably. these pictures, these pictures I'm looking at is like, yeah, this is something that would be in an acid trip. If you uh, have ever watched Monogatari, uh, there's a character later on named Ugi who makes a classic face called Spooky Ugi, and the face that she makes is a reference to cat soup, like with these really big, pure black eyeballs, and it's a uh, very cute. Which character is that? Uh, I, I can post a, an image in our little recording chat, but Ugi like oh comes God, way can, later in Monogatari. I can You've see got... the creepy face. I can see the creepy face thing. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, let's oh, see. So weird. it's a little deep in deep Monogatari cut, but oh, this is gonna yell at me. Oh, this is gonna. <laughs> Never mind. Don't listen to me. Fair enough. So yeah, that's that's cat soup. Ooh, it's a rough one. Here we go. Oh, I love her. <laughs> yeah, cat soup. It's uh, it's great. I gave it like a five out of ten because at the end of the day, it's it's weird, <laughs> cat and soup. I like it. Five out of ten. <laughs> great, great anime. Oh goodness. Okay, and I, I guess we'll we'll move on from there. Um, let's talk about Gleipnir. Have you guys seen this one? I have. No, I I've been wanting to check that out. Of course you um, have. Cuz I mean when people told me that uh an animal suit that eats women or eats people, I'm 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 interested in checking out new things too and it was what like what was it, it was what season did it come out last? Was it last uh, year or the year spring? before? It was it was spring of 2020. Yeah. 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 I so I, I never did finish it. to watch it. But uh, let me, I have to give a description. Some of these shows we can just talk about just off the bat, but uh, not Glypenir. Glypenir needs to be explained, and uh, I will try my best to give an explanation. So it's on the surface level, it's kind of like generic, like shonen battle bullshit. But uh, basically, the premise is our main character gets turned into, I think, a mascot? Like, just like a big dog fursuit uh and he doesn't know why and now he has this power to just turn into this and 
he ends up saving uh, who becomes the main female character. And this is when it starts getting very edgy and very horny. Basically, she stripped down, she strips down, unzips him, climbs inside of him. Now, on the, in, on the inside of him when he is in this fursuit form, it's just flesh and slimy. So she just, like, gets almost naked, climbs inside of our main character, then controls him from the inside as she just, like, beats the shit out of other people who also have similar sort of sort of powers. And all of it is to, like... They're being manipulated by an alien who wants to get his brethren back or some bullshit like that. <laughs> Is that about right, Mason? That was a very good explanation of a very weird anime. It's so hard to explain, and it's very horny. Oh, it's so weird. It is, and it's drawn... Like, visually, it looks very good. It, it like, looks way better than it has any right to be. And it definitely leans into, like... Uh, a lot of people probably get off on this oh. <laughs> with with this like Five Night at Freddy's ass looking mascot thing, and this girl just sliding and sloshing around in there. <laughs> sloshing, but oh. uh, oh man, it's an experience. Um, I would say it's a shonen and more like this seinen like death game thing, like Darwin's game or uh, Mirai Nikki. Um, it's just. It's a trip, and it's, I don't know if it's ambitious or just, they were just throwing crazy at the wall and seeing what sticks, but it's definitely memorable. Yeah, I never, I never finished it, because I was, I was watching it as the dub was coming out, uh, weekly, so that was a little while back, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, I'd be concerned a lot more if someone came in and saw me watching this than like freaking bikini warriors. Like it is, it, it is, it is both <laughs> horny and very concerning. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's definitely darker. And I will say like, as someone who finished the anime, it doesn't have like such a satisfying ending because the manga is still going on where it's like, Oh, you need to get to the end to see what happens. Like, no, it's still, existing out there in the either so i'd say you probably stopped at a good point yeah i think i watched like somewhere between like seven and ten episodes like right before the uh the edgy like murder arc in the woods or whatever <laughs> gotcha yeah and uh also claire uh, she's the main female character oh she's like straight up psycho like I mean, you get that a lot in a lot in anime. But when there's a psycho climbing inside of your main character and controlling him, and he's just an innocent an innocent boy who who got wrapped up to, in this uh, unwillingly, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit dark. It's like yeah, he's being forced to murder people with his own hands, but he has no control over it. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough it's weird I, I i didn't want to talk about it but i'm like you know this is this is so strange we have to we have to mention this it's like and also it's 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 more recent so at least at least it looks good like the fight scenes are like on on some occasions it's like you'd, you'd swear studio mappa did it like it looks really good i don't actually know what studio animated it um i think it was pine jam <laughs> i could be wrong some some whatever studio that I think that I think they also did gamers, but I feel like some people could watch Gleipner and be like, yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed it. Like I feel like out of all the shows we're talking about in our weird segment, 
this is probably the one most people know of. I, I mean, um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think you're right. Uh, unfortunately, not enough people know about Cat Shit One, but uh, yeah, not yet. They don't. <laughs> you're doing your part. Oh, I gotta try. Everyone needs to experience it. But yeah, that's Gleipnir. I would say if you if what we just described sounds interesting to you, by all means go watch it because it is it is one of the more recent anime and it's it's helpful to kind of be caught up on some of the newer stuff. But uh, it's weird. Be be ready for some weird edgy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to follow up. Besides just saying, "Yep, what he said." <laughs> it's hard to describe without just saying everything we've already said. Yeah. All right, Mitch, what's your what's your final one you got for us? <laughs> I am here to Ugh. spread the gospel of freezing. <laughs> this show. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to give a bit of a precursor. This is like the most generic you can get. Generic. It is <laughs> the most generic shonen style fantasy in a weird way, almost kind of fantasy-like show you could think of. And there's boobs, and you see nipple, and stuff like that. I literally just put, or the one day we watched, me and my wife watched this. We're like, oh, let's just watch something, you know, throw it on in the background, whatever. I threw freezing on because I'm like, oh, the, you know, main character looks pretty cool. Let's check it out. And I was not expecting the show that I watched. You did not just say that the main character looks pretty cool. Let's watch it. He's I, like, I said it looks... He's like the most generic-looking harem protagonist ever. I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about Satellizer. She's she's just a generic-looking blonde, busty chick from any harem show ever. What do you... And Ugh. I was sold at busty. What can I say? I'm a man of simple taste. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the OVAs are like super horny too. Uh, it's, again, I I literally went through my entire mount list, and I'm like, I'm just gonna pick the horniest shows that I know, and I'm gonna discuss them. I didn't know you guys were gonna come out with like actually like weird anime. I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna put horny on and see what happens. And, Nipples yeah. and anime was so weird. <laughs> I know, right? Jeez. <laughs> Mason, I'm curious your opinion on freezing because I think you're going to align with me on this one. I mean, it's edgy. It's etchy. And I guess, like, it's weird in that, like, you have these genetically modified girls to fight off aliens. But, like, as a plot and presentation and, like, everything about it, it's very much just a standard trashy action show to bait people yeah. into watching. <laughs> multiple stuff and i'm so stunned that all the shows you talked about have dubs like how why i don't get it but i guess i'm not mad i mean yeah <laughs> oh, it wait, is pretty funny right. but every every one of the shows i i mentioned all have a dub and uh i think out of all of them the better dub was first love monster honestly <laughs> And that's, yeah. The thing about freezing is that it's it's basically just Cat Planet Cuties without the Nekos. <laughs> that's another anime I was really considering <laughs> putting on this list. I'm not gonna lie. 
<laughs> They're basically just the same show. They both suck I ass. <laughs> but I watch it for the busts. Oh, there you go. I mean, I feel like you should just do a whole like busty topic where you rate like the the biggest. Uh, if I had anime. to do. If I had to do that, it'd be by myself because Sky would not come on for that episode. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I could try. <laughs> I need a I need a fellow connoisseur of the Big Titty Committee to come on and do the show with me. Getting, I'm that. sure you could find someone. <laughs> I, could, I could probably I could probably find somebody. It's not a big deal. Recruit a soldier for that uh, noble cause, <laughs> that valiant effort. Someone has to talk about the. Big anime boobs. I have not heard any podcast go into detail and do a like, you know, one of those uh, uh, S rank to F rank uh, tier busts, list. You know. <laughs> yeah, we need a tier list anime anime of, titties uh, tier show. list. <laughs> Just anime titties. There we go. That's that's the content the I'm true here for. Culture. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mason, you got one more. Yeah, I'll do one more. Um, just because I need to flex my, I've watched way too many anime cred and go with an actually nonstop 55 minute weird anime thing, which I'm trying to keep these all to like OVAs and like movies. Cause those have like, I think the best like disposition to be more weird. Cause you only have to get away with it once instead of like 12 episodes worth. But this is a, uh, a movie called Midori Co. Not to be confused with Midori, which is its own brand of weirdness, but Midori Co. is uh, like a story of whimsy and nightmare. And it tells of the story of, I guess, these scientists create this like perfect hybrid of food. Think of like Soylent Green. And they make what's called this edible creature called Midori Co. But uh, this thing, this object, this being, doesn't want to be eaten, so it escapes from the lab. And it kind of takes shelter as like a pet of a researcher. And essentially, it just tells a story, I guess if you want to call it a story, it's very loose, about this being being raised by Midori, uh, who's raising Midoriko. I guess they're all named Midori. doesn't matter. This this is just a batshit weird thing this is an art piece that took like seven years to make it was done by like one dude it's all like drawn like on glass with like this weird um technique that makes it look a batshit insane if you've ever watched the like end credits of mob psycho um that's kind of what this movie looks like for 55 minutes you can find it on youtube it is just super unnerving very little dialogue. It just constantly makes you question why you are watching it, how you ended up watching it, how someone made this, why someone made this. And it is both like inspiring, uh, concerning, it's frightening, it's funny, it's a lot of stuff packed together. And it is just like an art project that will, even more than cat soup, just break your bones and grind them into dust. It's so weird. It definitely seems like it. I'm gonna be honest. I was looking for it the whole time you were talking. I I can't find anything on this at all. It's so weird. How did you find I this? I found. Let me. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna just. I'll just 
put it in the chat, and you can just click around on this YouTube video. Yeah, it's oh, it's the God, one I thought of. I was looking fuck? at pictures for it, and it looked pretty interesting. If you want, like, the short version of it, this guy did, like, um, the music video for, like, Dilapidated Screams of Maggots. Uh, it's, like, a music video, and it's, like, the exact same style. But it is, uh, it's just, it's mad. It's maddening. And it's, I guess if you want to be, like, a big brain person about it, you could be like, oh, this is about humanity's role in the environment and how we consume and maybe we're not living a sustainable life. Uh, No one actually knows anything about that. It's just a cluster of absurd images that are so well done artistically that you're impressed, but from a storytelling standpoint, will just be so confusing and off the wall. Yeah, no kidding. I, I'm clicking trip. through, like you said, and it is, it is wild. Holy shit! If, if anything, what I often recommend people do is just like, um, go to like, oh, oh god, what the fuck go was to that? like forty eight minutes and thirty seconds. Like, just watch yep, this like that's ending, ending montage of this girl who just at the very end just loses it and snaps and lets out all her frustration. And it's uh, so well done and disturbing and disgusting and grimy and unlike anything else. And it's uh, a lot of naked people, too. God, dude. Uh, yeah, this is a really good pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I, had to, I had to go big at the end. Oh, my word. I mean, I don't know if I can follow that up with my final one, but uh, I'll give it a shot. I got one more to tie us off before we uh, sign out, and it is called. I, I, I'm my pronunciation will be off. A uh, Soul Levant, I believe. Yep. Have you Have you seen or, this? Soul Levante. I don't Sol know. What Levante. It is. It's Soul Levante. That's that's the way that you can that you spell it. S O L Levante. Um. Did, I hate this shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you seen this? Yeah. So this is like a three minute music video. This is just like an experiment, like to make 4K anime. Like that oh was... my god, I th- I think I remember watching this out of nowhere. I think I randomly came across it on Netflix. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's Netflix and Production IG, and they're just like, let's try, let's mess around and see what like 4K anime looks like. And they came out with this, yeah. and it's uh, not good. It's it's no. it's just whatever. So no, it was. Eh. I I found this on Netflix a while back, and I was like, "This is good. This is gonna be shit. Let's watch it." So <laughs> I did, and mind you, I had been awake for thirty six hours when I decided to watch this thing. Boy, that was a mistake. I felt like I was in a fucking fever dream. This was, it was a very wild experience. And then I went on Mal, and pretty much all of the reviews I saw were nine and ten out of tens. I'm just like, it blows my mind how anybody can think that this is. Good. Like you said, it's very much just an experiment, and you feel it. It's just like three minutes of the most absurd, like, mind-stimulating stuff that just 
on the screen constantly. I don't know what the story of it was because it's three minutes and there's like, was there dialogue? I don't remember. It is no, no. There was it was just visuals the entire time. It is horrible. <laughs> I hated it. It's, this was just for people who have like a 4K monitor who's like, oh, I finally. I counted all the pixels. Yep, there's 4K of them. I, I did it. 9 out of 10. It delivered on my pixel fetish. Like, there's <laughs> nothing there. It, I found it. It was, I mean, visually, it was, you know, it was nice. But that was really as far as it went, you know, for, you know, entertainment value is that and... But, like, I don't think it even looked that good. I'm with you. It looked horrible. I the, the visual style did not work for me. I don't know. It just, it was, and there was so much happening, and I just did not follow along at all that I, mm, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. So, I posted something. Once again, I know this is an audio podcast, uh, but you guys can watch it. Listeners, I highly encourage you to look up the YouTube video. It's called Pooperia. And I just mispronounced it, but don't worry. It's P-U-P-A-R-I-A. Pooperia. Or Puperia, whatever you want to say. It's like a three-minute-long piece set to, like, this super, like, hypnotizing mallet soundtrack with, like, some of the most gorgeous visuals you will see this year, Dead Stop Period. This is the best-looking anime to come out in recent memory and it's like all done by one dude it took him like six years to make and it just is so visually amazing and entrancing and hypnotic uh it's very weird so it's i guess on brand but check it out it's a a must watch oh goodness man what a what a what a way to tie off uh (laughs) the weird anime with three very very interesting (laughs) OVAs. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to get so <laughs> deep cuts. I mean, I went with Solavante, which no one talks about literally ever. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before, just because of my hatred for it, and that was on the episode where no one gave a shit about it, so we didn't really talk about it that much. Well, especially if you come in expecting it to be like, oh, this is 9s out of 10s, people really enjoy it, like, and you're so let down. No, it was like a 4 at most for me. Hold on, I want to, before we wrap it up, I want to see my rating for it, because it's probably not very good. I don't even think I put it on my mail. I mean, I you should. Out, like... You need you need to drag your uh, <laughs> your average rating down. It's a bit high. Yeah, I so mean, I gave, I gave Sol Levante keep... a 2 out of 10. Let's see, uh... I gave it. I gave it a four. So I, I didn't. I didn't rack on it too hard, but uh, I do not like it. I might need. I might need to even knock knock it down a little bit. It's. I like, mean, it's bad, but it's so short that it's hard to like hate it completely. I think that's because, probably like, at least why it doesn't I gave waste it your time. You gave it one point for each minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, it's it's bad. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the reviews on Mal. There's. It's kind of split. Like honestly, there's there's people all over the place. Like there's there's pretty much a review. It looks like for like every single number on the scale, people don't know. <laughs> they don't know what they what they want to think about it. Uh, all right. Well, Mitch, you wanna you wanna start wrapping it up? All right. Um. So, uh, 
podcast uh, shout out of the week. Um, not saying this because uh, we have <laughs> one of the co-hosts on our show. Oh, no. um, I was meaning to actually promote it this week. Uh, check out uh, the AAA podcast. <laughs> Well, why'd you uh, wait till now? Now they're going to be like, ooh, that Mason guy? I don't I don't think I really like him. I don't want to check out well, this you podcast. Know, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, so yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I've, uh, fuck, I've been listening to you guys since uh, we, you guys are one of the podcasts that actually motivated this to being a thing. Um, and yeah, jeez, we're almost a year into doing this. Well, I am almost a year into doing this, so... I'm still uh, a young it, Padawan it, myself. It, it was, I was like, one of my goals is oh, I got to get someone from AAA to come on the podcast and I can scratch that one off the list. We did it. We did it, lads. Yeah. And mad respect, because doing a podcast in these early days where you're just grinding them out and building up the fan base is mm. the tough part. And like, oh, yeah. listeners, like, yeah, I know you guys can support these guys with money and all that good stuff, but the best way is just tell your friends tell your family tell just like yeah, your social like, circle like just put it out in the ether and just like help spread the word like that is so helpful that mm. and it's so appreciated so yeah do that like that's the thing that's the thing we always talk about on the show is that we never like we have a patreon we have a coffee all that stuff for you know a little bit of finance or financial support and everything else to upgrade the show and all that but it's mainly just word of mouth goes a long way um joining our discord because we do have a discord as well and uh, just, you know, rating and reviewing us. Like, give us... Hell, I'll take a one-star review and say, uh, this show completely sucks. I will gladly accept that one-star review because you took the time to listen to an episode. So Yeah, for I sure. I win. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so uh, AAA podcast. Also, um, I need to do a uh, shout-out to... Um, I uh, recently got a new voice acting role. And uh, the trailer is out for the character that I play on the show. So link below and check out uh, Legacy when that eventually comes out. Um, I'm pretty sure they're almost done getting the first episode together. So nice, super dude. excited for that to come out. So. Congrats. And, of course, you can check out the sister show to this, the second show that's on uh, the Talking Anime Network by the time this comes out. Uh the following week will be episode two, but Isekai will be out. The first episode, uh, the anime themed D and D five E game that I have with a couple people. Uh, yeah, you can check that out on all platforms as well. And uh, with that being said, thank you, Mason, for coming on and joining us and talking about some weird anime. Oh, anytime, my friend, anytime. And we would love to obviously have you come back and how maybe we can try and get the whole squad together and uh, we can actually do a uh, a, a really cool crossover triple uh, A and talking to anime. Very possible. You got to talk to the big dog in charge to do that. Yeah. though. I'm just uh, I'm just here to talk <laughs> anime. Anyone can just call me up at any time and be like, "You want to talk anime?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to talk anime." <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that one, Mason. Yeah, and with that being said, everyone, you just listened to the hashtag best worst anime podcast around. I have been Mitch. I've been Sky. And this has been Mason, and thank you all for listening this week. We love every single one of you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. See ya.